0: Hey guys, I'm Lindsay Teague Moreno, and welcome to the Boss Up Podcast, a short, no BS podcast for all entrepreneurs. You can find more information or connect with me online at lindsayteaguemoreno.com. Listen, being a mom who is working on building a business and at the same time is responsible for raising her kids or being the provider for her kids while a spouse is out working or while there is no other spouse is special. It's different. It comes with its own special difficulties that I think should be called out, should be talked about, and should be rewarded in the title entrepreneur. Today on the Boss Up podcast, we are going to be talking about what it means to be a entrepreneur and ways that you can successfully do both your business and raise your kids at the same time. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Boss Up podcast. I am so excited to be back today. I had taken a break to do a few things as far as work was concerned, and the podcast moved to the bottom rung on things that had to be done. And then my entire family got the flu, and we just proceeded to pass it around in circles around my family. It was super fun. I definitely recommend it, especially if you have a lot of things to do. Definitely get on that train. We are all better. I finally have a voice again. We're done with spring break, and I'm ready to be back. I am really, really pumped for today's topic, which is mom entrepreneurship. And we're going to talk about the difficulties of running a business and being a mom at the same time, because there are many. (laughs) But before we do that, uh, I believe that we all deserve a nice glass of wine. I am obsessed with Pinot Noir right right now. I don't know what is going on with me, but that's the thing that I'm reaching for the most right now. I think maybe it's because it's not something that's too expensive to drink, but it tastes really, really good. I'm loving California Pinots. So today I'm drinking the Puma Road 2013 Pinot Noir. This is a really small boutique winery. You can get the wine from their website. I haven't seen it outside of that. I actually visited this vineyard with some friends um, at the end of a wine tasting night, and and I really did enjoy uh, the wines that they had. It was just late, so I didn't get to know the people very well, and I didn't get to see the property because it was dark, but the wine is really, really good. So I definitely recommend this Pinot Noir to you. Okay, so let's get to today's topic. Today we are going to talk about what it means to be a entrepreneur. And the reason I'm talking about this today was because I just read an article today. Actually, I was just kind of searching around the internet for what's going on, what are people saying, what are we talking about, and... I read this article by this woman who's a mom entrepreneur, right? She is growing her business from home while also bearing the responsibility of raising the kids. So, if kids need to go to school, she's in it. Um, if the kids need to have lunches packed, she's doing that. If they need to go on a, a field trip or they have soccer practice, this mom is doing it, right? And what she was saying was that she resented the idea of being called a mom entrepreneur that it like lessens what she does and who she is she just wants to be called entrepreneur which okay i'm okay with that i, I mean i i want to be called an entrepreneur as well she thinks that being called a mom entrepreneur is somehow uncool or it's not as cool as the men who are entrepreneurs. I, I tend to disagree. She thinks that the, the label makes us less than our competition or less than a man that would be doing the business. Uh, I disagree as well. Uh, and she thinks that it basically moves us into our own category where we're not compared with other people. And you guys, I'm actually okay with that. Um, I think we are different. I think that being a mom and being an entrepreneur is special. I think that it's okay to single that group out because I think that they are overcoming a lot more hurdles than people that don't have kids. I think that's just the truth. Um, You know, people that don't have kids can be busy. They can have a lot of things going on. But until you have a two-year-old you know, puking on the floor that you have to take care of right now, you don't know the struggle of having to build a business with that going on in the background. It's really hard to concentrate for longer than you know five to 10 minutes without a kid running in to interrupt you. And that makes us special. It makes us different. It makes us uh, have a very extreme set of circumstances that we have to work within. And that's okay. I think that's something to be celebrated instead of something to um, be resentful of. I wear my mom entrepreneurship like a badge of honor. It's an honor to be called that, it's an honor to be able to be a mom and work at the same time for myself. There are a lot of people that don't have that opportunity in their life, and I do. I'm honored to be able to get to do both things at the same time. And that's just a difference in the way that we um, believe and think. And you get to choose what you want. You get to choose the label that you call yourself. I choose to use momtrepreneur as a badge of honor and not a way to discriminate against what we do. Okay? So what I really want to do is talk about how to balance being a mom and owning your own business at the same time. Spoiler alert, I don't believe in balance. So (laughs) I'll tell you that right up front. If you've listened to some past podcasts, you guys probably already know this. I don't want to get into this idea that there's some perfect balance out there that you're going to be able to attain. I don't believe that. But here are some tips that I have been able to draw from my own experience that I feel like I can pass on to other mothers who are trying to build their business at the same time. When I first started my business, my first... Uh, my first big business that took off, I had twins that were three and a one-year-old at home, okay? Uh, Stuff was crazy. We were moving every single year. Just everything was a mess all of the time. And and then, you know, I just felt like, oh, hey, now would be the perfect time to start a business. (laughs) My husband will tell you now that he disagreed wholeheartedly. <laughs> I decided this is what I was going to do. He was like, "Are you crazy?" Or <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't understand this at all and I did a terrible job communicating, which we will talk about. So the first tip that I have on how to mompreneur like a boss is to number 1 figure out what works for you and your family. If you've got crazy schedules, if you've got kids of all different ages and you're having to run people here and run people there, you're going to have to work in what Jessica Turner calls the fringe hours, right? Her fringe hours are where can I get in some personal time? Uh, For me, fringe hours are where can I get in some work time? We all know why we're building our business, and it's all for different reasons. For me, I had a deep desire to get this business to take off and to move very quickly. In order for me to do that, I wanted to spend all of my time that wasn't dedicated to my kids working. I needed to get this business off the ground and moving. So my fringe hours were dedicated to work. And you need to figure out what works for your family. The best way to do that is to talk to your spouse. Hey, look, when you come home, can you take over for the kids so that I can work? Um, can you bring along a laptop and work when your kids are at practice? Do you have time during the day when they're at school that you can dedicate to work? What kind of schedule is going to work for you? Figure out for your family what's going to work where you guys aren't ready to kill each other because you're just so busy all the time. It's packed in, you get stressed out, uh, and that usually comes from not, creating some kind of a schedule where you know, this is when I get to work, this is my work time. And so now I need to use that time wisely. Okay. So figure out your schedules. Do you have the ability to be alone at certain times during the week and stick to those things? Okay. Tip number two is to be okay with chaos and mess and imperfection. This is especially for my type A moms who like to have everything in its place and everything has a place. If that's you and you're thinking about starting a business, I think there's gonna have to be a certain amount of grace (laughs) that you give yourself and give your household in order to enjoy what you're doing because it's not worth doing if you don't actually love the process of it. Building my very first big business was difficult and messy and hard and did not look like what I thought it was going to look like. And yet I loved every minute of it. Looking back on that very first year where I was putting in these crazy long hours, I still loved what I was doing and I didn't care about the mess. There would be times where my kids would be like, mom, I'm hungry. And I'd be like five more minutes. And then like 45 minutes would go by and I realized I'm totally neglecting my kids. Give yourself some grace and just realize a shoe is going to drop somewhere and be okay with that in the name of going to get what you want in your business. Okay. Okay. Tip number three is to figure out what you can let go and be okay with that. Uh, I had to have a conversation with my husband about this. When things started getting crazy, I had to kind of sit down and be like, hey, look, this is just going to be what the house looks like when you come home. (laughs) Uh, Is that okay with you? And maybe it's not. Maybe maybe there are certain things that you're going to have to do to work around so that you can still have a happy marriage, which is extremely important. More important than your business, I would say. So what are the things that you can let drop? Uh, I'll tell you right now that I don't know if it's the right decision, but I did let a lot of my friendships drop around that time. My me time was completely gone. It was completely eaten up with my business. I did it because I had this insatiable need to build a business really, really fast. It doesn't have to be like that for everyone. You can still work towards some semblance of balance as long as you realize that you only have 24 hours in a day. And if those hours are already filled up and you're trying to cram a business into those hours, something is going to give. So I would rather you think about it and choose what gives rather than let something that's really important slip through the cracks or what most of us do, which is kind of put our family on the back burner (laughs) and you let those relationships kind of atrophy. We don't want that. So choose what to drop. Here's another thing that I'll say that's connected to this is I think that there are a lot of expectations on us as mothers, more now than ever before. Like I can remember being a kid and my mom just shooing me outside right? Don't come back until dinner. We can't do that anymore. I don't, I don't do that. I I hardly even let my kids ride their bikes around the block without my eyes on them. Uh, there's just more expectation that we are present and there and have our eyes on them all the time. And we're always in their business. But look, here's the truth. Your kids are probably going to be safe. If you just say, I'm not going to entertain you today. I have to work. You go downstairs and do your thing. Don't come into my office. They will live. Are they fed? Do they have a roof over their head? Are you expecting too much of yourself as the mom? Can we peel that back a little bit and take some of the pressure off of us to be this idea that we have, the, that the 2018 mom has to be in their business all the time? We don't. <laughs> they will survive without us, and they will find something to do downstairs. Who cares if they wreck the house? You have work to do, okay? Tip number four is to ask for help you will probably need help with your kids. You will probably need um, help from people when you have business meetings that come up, when you have stuff that you need to do online, when you are spending your time working, you're probably gonna need help. Find it ask for it. (laughs) Most importantly, ask your spouse for it. If you have a spouse, you should ask them for the help that you want. Okay. It's okay. This is especially true. If you guys have talked about, like, this is what we're doing it for. This is what we want it for. Now it's a co-dream, right? And they can participate in this dream by taking some of the pressure off of the things that you have to do. Ask for the help. Once you start making some money, set aside some of the money that you would be paying yourself to pay for help. Paying for help is one of the best perks of having money come into my business. Hiring a nanny is everything it's cracked up to be. (laughs) It's awesome. Go get one. (laughs) Hire help. Ask for help. Do whatever you have to do so that you have the time to dedicate to your business and really think about it. Be alone and really get some good work done so that your business can be successful and you can do more of the things that you want to do. Number five, I talked about this on my Instagram stories this week. Say a lot of no. There's going to be no lack of opportunities for you. It's going to be important that you say more no than you say yes. If you don't do that, you will end up like I did, working ridiculous hours trying to make everyone happy. And in the end, first of all, you'll never be able to do that. But you will burn yourself out. And this is a marathon and not a sprint. You're going to have to sustain these kind of hours and timing for longer than 15 minutes, for longer than a year, for longer than two years. This is going to take a while. This is going to be part of your life, right? Uh, And so I want you to be able to sustain that. And you need to do that by saying, no, you can't take every opportunity uh, that comes your way. Two of the questions that I ask myself when it comes to, is this good for my business is number one, does it actually help me, (laughs) okay? Is the opportunity that come your way um, building your business or is it building someone else's business, okay? Um, And number two, is it going to improve my bottom line? Are they paying you for it? Experience does not pay my bills, okay? Uh, I need to pay my bills and your experience isn't gonna do that for me. Your exposure isn't gonna do that for me. I need to make sure that this is going to pay the bills. So make sure that it will eventually bring you some income. There has got to be something here tied to your bottom line. Otherwise you're working for free for nothing and we don't need our hourly rate to go down. (laughs) We don't need to work more and bring in less. Tip number six is to communicate with your kids and spouse. This is pretty self-explanatory, but your kids and your spouse will understand mom's working because X, Y, Z, whatever it is. You know They're gonna get it, even if your kids are small. This is why I'm doing this. This is why we have to do this, right? Uh, I think it's great if you communicate with your kids and you let them see you work personally, I'm a way better mom when my kids know that I'm working and they can see me using my brain for something other than just kid stuff. Love my kids, but I'm meant to do this. And when they see me in this space, in this flow, that is when I feel like I'm inspiring them the most. Okay. That's what I want them to remember of me. My mom was a badass who worked every day and built this really great business because she did. I can too okay so just communicate like this is what i need from you this is what's going on this week let them know hey look we are going to go to disney world <laughs> but we can only get there if i actually work these hours okay um this is what we're working for but i have to put in the work now for it um so communicate with your spouse and your kids number 7 set timers if you have to and deadlines if you are like me You could start working and then just never stop. (laughs) I don't want that for us. That's not the right way. If you have to give yourself really good 15, 30, one hour of dedicated, I'm going to knock this out. I'm going to really concentrate on it and I'm not going to be interrupted time. And that's as good as, you know, three hours where you're interrupted every 15 minutes. You're getting up, you're walking around, you're trying to deal with something else at the same time, okay? So if you can, give yourself a a timer, right, where you say, look, I'm going to shut this off at 5 o'clock. I've got 30 minutes. I'm going to put in 30 minutes of really hard, good work. Set your timer to 30 minutes and go for it, right? I even turn off my internet. At times when I really have to concentrate, my internet is off. Number eight, set aside special time with your kids. One thing that Michael and I always did with our kids when I was deep in building my business was to set aside our Saturday morning breakfasts. And every Saturday morning we would get up and we would go to our little breakfast spot. They knew us there and we got a chance to talk to them. It was something that was reliable every single week and it was time for just our family Another thing that we try to do is one-on-one dates every so often with our kids. It doesn't have to cost a ton of money because God knows kids would rather go to like, you know, Chili's than a five-star restaurant. So take them up on it. Let them go and let them, you know, get the drink they want or eat dessert first. Do something fun that they'll remember during that time. It doesn't have to cost a ton of money, so it's not taking away from your business, but it's something that they will remember and it's something that's just them time, okay? Number nine, and finally... Uh, make sure that you put down your work-life balance in pencil. That means that it's editable. So don't get it in your mind. This is all the things I'm going to do. And you fill up every second of your day. And then inevitably, one thing comes along, screws that up, and you feel like, oh, I got to quit. This is just not made out for me, right? This schedule is in pencil. It will always change. It's going to ebb and it's going to flow. Some weeks you're going to have a lot more hours than other weeks. Go with it allow yourself that kind of flowing schedule. And I think you'll be much happier than feeling like, oh, I didn't get all the things I needed to do this week. And so it was a complete failure. So just put it in pencil and not in pen. Think about it that way. You can always erase the schedule that you have and pencil something else in, all right? So pencil instead of pen. You guys, I hope this is helpful and I hope that you will use it to not only create a great business, but also have a great relationship with your spouse and your kids at the same time, because it's hard and it is special. It's a special circumstance for moms who are building a business and building humans at the same time. It's difficult and I love you guys. You're my people. Uh, It's a struggle and that's okay. It's meant to be. We're going to look back on this and smile. I know we are. I hope you guys have a really great week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Boss Up podcast today. If you liked what you heard, I would so appreciate a rating and review from you on any platform that you listen to this on. In addition, you are welcome to email me with any questions or ideas that you have for future podcasts at hello at lindsaytm.com. Today's Boss Up Podcast is brought to you by that feeling that you're being personally victimized when you realize your kid has no school on Monday for an inexplicable reason. Cheers!